0: You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right
1: to the source and get
0: real about
1: what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, this is Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs podcast. Today, we have Tina Baxter on with us from the Nurse Shark Academy and love that name. (laughs) Hi, Tina, thanks so much for being here with us today.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: So tell us a little bit about you and your background as a nurse.
0: Let's go really way back. I started out as a junior nurse in church as a volunteer, because my mom was a church nurse. And um, so that's how I got introduced to the concept of nursing. And everywhere my mom volunteered, that's where you volunteered. So that's kind of how it worked <laughs> in our family. Um, so I You're volunteered. Like, mom, the stop
1: volunteering. Home. It's too much. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so my mom's an evangelist and she was involved in the nursing home ministry. So that's how I started volunteering at the nursing home. She worked at a children's home. Um, so I volunteered there working with a developmentally disabled. I've always been interested in science and all things scientific. And um, I was going to actually go to medical school and started my undergraduate degree in biology and pre med, and then realized I didn't like it. (laughs) I love biology, but I didn't want to be hemmed in. I just felt really confined with the whole idea of medical practice. So, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I got a job as a CNA in a nursing home because. You know, I was used to going to nursing homes and that's when I discovered nursing and fell in love with it, fell in love with geriatrics at that time and changed my major. Well, actually changed schools, kept my major. I did graduate with a degree in biology. And then transferred to Anderson University where I got my bachelor's degree as a registered nurse. And it has been a love affair ever since. And I've since become a nurse practitioner as well.
1: Awesome. Okay. So as a nurse, what different units did you work in? Uh, and as a nurse practitioner, what did you do?
0: Well, I was working in school, as in nursing school. I worked in this as a CNA and a home health aide. So I was in the nursing homes and doing home care and hospice and worked on the floor as a nurse tech and med surge. So I kind of did some of the med surgery nursing stuff and I realized hey, I didn't want to do that either. <laughs> and so I got an opportunity to work in psychiatry. So my very first job as a nurse was going into psychiatry and addictions, which was a really huge leap and jump because the first night off of orientation as a brand new nurse, I was made charge nurse on the third floor and opened up the addictions unit and had three admissions that night. So I was actually on orientation on second shift and charge nurse on third shift.
1: <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so that's exactly what happened. And I saw a lot of stuff in the psych unit that people wouldn't normally get to see. So I had a, a gentleman that was in respiratory failure, but because he had a diagnosis of schizophrenia, they put him on the psych unit. Oh, and geez. i was like... We've got oxygen tank. That's about it. Uh, we got RT to come up and evaluate him. And it took RT telling the doctor, I don't care how crazy he is. He ripped his, he had ripped his uh, trach out and he kept he kept decannulating himself. So we were like, we don't care how crazy he is. That's what she said, not me, but that's what she said. He needs to be in the hospital on a medical floor, which I appreciate because I'm like, you cannot die on a psychiatric unit. I (laughs) don't care what the cause is. You can't die here. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, you saw things like that to people who uh, unfortunately used a lot of drugs and maybe they had a psychotic break because of the drugs. But you also had some really good things happen. And I remember a, a gentleman that had alcoholism and he struggled with that and he was in his 60s and he came in to be detoxed and to get better and I asked him I said what made today the day you wanted to come in and he said because my son is an alcoholic and I see my grandson headed in the same way and I don't want the same thing for my grandson so I decided it's going to stop with me here and I'm going to be the role model for them oh and so you get great stories like that and I yeah. wouldn't trade any of that
1: well. And you were a nurse practitioner in psych as well? Or?
0: Yes. So I went to uh, University Indianapolis and I started in the FNP program and discovered that PEDS was not my calling either. Yeah. And so I really miss geriatrics. So I studied and became a ger- gerontological nurse practitioner. I'm in my postmasters and I got my master's in nursing education. And my first job as an NP was actually working at Fairbanks, the addictions treatment center, because I was their nurse educator as well. And they allowed me to work as a nurse practitioner. And I got really involved in the addictions aside from a prescriber and Ended up doing independent practice for a while with the group and then switched to geriatrics, like in in primary care. So I've done primary care as well. Primary care geriatrics and in transition from Indianapolis to the Muncie area, I got a call from. Uh, a place that I was doing the geriatric primary care, but another job opened up to do psychiatry. So I kind of did both for a while. (laughs) And so I had a couple of buildings in Anderson that I did geropsychiatry and like five buildings in Muncie where I did primary care. And I really love that aspect of it because geriatric care is so specialized and then further subspecializing geropsychiatry has been a great love for me.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, where did the nurse shark come out of all of this?
0: So, uh, a few years ago, about 10, 12 years ago, a group of friends of mine, we got together and we decided to start a business training CNAs. So this is right around 2008, 2009. And you know, the housing crisis and, oh, yeah. recession and all of that. And we saw there was a need for people to get jobs, and nursing homes needed people to work there. So, we started a CNA training school. And it was with that business that I got a, a love for entrepreneurship. And so, um, about a year ago, I was on an online challenge and I had been getting people asking me, calling me, asking questions. Hey, how do I get an LLC? Hey, what business should I start as a nurse? And all those questions. And so I was in this online challenge and they challenged us to do a challenge right away, like within the next three weeks. And within two weeks, I had a challenge up, did my first online challenge and the Nurse Shark Academy was born.
1: I love it. <laughs> There's nothing like a deadline to, you know, spur you on or, you yes. know, like a challenge. <laughs> uh, okay. So tell us a, about the essence of the nurse shark. Like what do you do for people or who's your audience and, and all that kind of good stuff?
0: Well, I thought about what we can call ourselves, right? nurse was taken. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought about nurse boss and all those things were taken. But I, at the time, you know, I was watching a lot of shark tank, and I read Dame M. John's books and I looked it up and I said a shark is an expert in their field. And so I researched it and there is an actual animal that is the nurse shark, it's an actual shark, but it's a non-lethal shark. And I really like that idea of the nurse shark being non-lethal, but it's still a shark, right? And so it still has teeth. And that's what I wanted to, to bring to the nursing field. So that's how the Nurse Shark Academy was born because we're experts in nursing and experts in business. And I specialize in helping nurses in that startup process. There's wonderful coaches out there that want to take you further once you're already established. But my forte is helping people answer those startup questions and being very practical and what you need to get started.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. I love that explanation. And I I didn't realize it was a play on words, too, like the nurse shark and then the nurse shark. That's really very clever. So, all right. So, you won this online competition. You've put this business together. Now, do you only work with nurses or is the Nurse Shark Academy for anybody?
0: It's for anyone. And mainly, I work with people in the healthcare field. But I would work with anyone that asks. like right now I have a massage therapist that is asking me to help her start a massage therapy school. I helped a nurse uh, start her CNA training school. So it's whoever I helped a social worker start her own practice, you know, but it's generally towards the medical field, but I'm willing to help anyone where I can. And it depends on what services they need.
1: Right. Okay. And you help them at any stage of their business or? Yes. Okay. How did these people find you?
0: Well, you can find us on our website, the nurse shark academy.biz. We're also on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. We have a uh, social media presence and other places with my other business, which I didn't mention was Baxter professional services, which is my legal nurse consulting business. Oh, okay. And so the nurse shark academy is actually born out of Baxter professional services. So that, Came first. Okay. And you can find us on any of those pages as well, or our website. You can always give me a call. Um, our number is 765 387 8046. That's 765 387 8046. And you can enter our business builder course, which is six sessions to take you from why to launch and building that business plan and when i say about a business plan i tell the nurses if you can write a nursing cure plan you can write a business plan and it's not that dry boring business plan that most people think about no this is actually a plan for your business that includes all those pieces and components that you will need to get started what i've seen is a lot of nurses get excited about doing the thing right We're good at doing home care because that's what we did for the rest of our lives. And so we start an agency. What we may not be so good at is getting our HR manual together writing the policies and procedures, making sure you have all those checks and balances in place and getting the right insurances in place and finding your logo and not just you know Googling something and using that, but actually getting it designed, looking at your branding, looking at your marketing, looking at your niche and how you're different from every other home care agency that's out there. We talk about all those things in the program.
1: Okay, but where did your first clients come from? Where did they, how did you find them to start with? Uh, were they friends of yours? or friends of friends of friends or, you know, how does something like this build?
0: Well, it started out because I had a business People locally would refer people to me and they would say, oh, go ask Tina. That's what would happen. Go go (laughs) call Tina Baxter and ask her the questions. And so that's how I got a lot of my clients. And then I would post things on social media, you know, about the other business. And so people would find me on Facebook and message me and say, hey, I hear you're a legal nurse consultant. I'm I'm interested in that. Can you tell me more? And that's kind of how we got started. One of my uh, most successful shark right now, she actually remembered me. Apparently, I went to church with her mother years ago, <laughs> and she was younger then, and I honestly didn't really much remember her from church, but she remembered me. And when she saw, and her cousin happened to be my nurse at one point. She worked for me when I was doing nursing home rounds. And so her cousin said, oh, this nurse that I, you know, my nurse practitioner is, you know, and then she told her cousin about me. And she's like, I need to talk to her because I got this business idea. And that's how I got started. So it's making those connections with people and just being on in the community. And I've been around for quite a while in a lot of community organizations and things like that.
1: Yeah. And I think it's it's something not to, you know, a lot of people want to jump straight to like Facebook ads or a billboard or something. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let's take this down a notch and maybe like look at who you already know, who's in your circle. You know, you have friends and those friends have friends and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, starting with your network, uh, and I think is, is really important. And I hear a lot of nurses say that. So I wanted to, you know, know if you had that uh, similar experience. And it sounds like you did. And then you start growing from the people who know you and then people you don't know start referring you because they've met you through some six degrees of separation or whatever.
0: You know, over the years, it's building those relationships with people. You never know when it's going to come full circle. So I close our Uh, CNA training school in 2020, and we decided to dissolve that business as partners. My other partners were ready to retire and I wasn't ready to retire. So we decided to dissolve. And because I had been a nurse practitioner in a lot of these places and had my students there, they called me when the moratorium was being lifted and all that with COVID and said, we need you to come and train our CNAs because they only have the eight hour training and we need you to train them to be home health aides. So they (laughs) sought me out. And so now I'm adding that component back into my business of reopening up a CNA training school because I see there's a big need for it.
1: Oh, yeah, that that's exciting. And that's another thing too. You know, it's funny the way that you go into a business and then it evolves or morphs into something. I mean, what your business starts out with in day one could be completely different at year one, just if you're willing to like listen to what people actually want and need. And that that kind of you know piggybacks off what you said with the business plans. I have an MBA, I did the traditional like fifty page business plan for billion dollar companies. But when I started my business, I'm like, I don't know know what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone five years from now. And this is like pointless to put this business plan together, because I don't know what the business is going to look like in a year, you know, especially when you first get started.
0: Yes, yes. It so, was nice though. One of my uh, charts that when that I was telling you about, we got our business plan together and she went to go talk to the bank about something and they asked her for her financial plan and she had it. She called me back all excited. "Miss Tina, Miss Tina, they asked me for a financial plan and I had it and I just handed it right to them. Then, <laughs> you remember all that pain you went through to write that stuff? There's a yeah. reason for it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely nice to have your financials laid out in terms of like, what is this actually going to cost me? And it's something you really have to... think through, right? Like it's like, okay, well, particularly that we do a lot of IV hydration businesses. So it's like, okay, well, how much do each of the the ingredients to the IV bag cost and how much are the syringes and the the needles? And, you know, in the hospital, it's nice because you just go and you get them and they're there and they're free. But when you have to buy them in bulk, um, it becomes a whole different ball game. <laughs>
0: and, and when do they expire? Do you have right. to replace your, you have to consider all that. I did that with the CNA training school because we bought TBC Serum to get the TB tests and things like that. Those things expire in a month. And it's like, at that time, it was like $100 a vial. Oh, And so I'm like, we have to have enough students in order to justify ordering this. And you don't know about that stuff until you get into it.
1: Right, exactly. No. All right. Awesome. So you've had multiple different businesses, which is exciting. And your, your business now is evolving. What is kind of like the big vision for, you know, the Shark Academy and what you're trying to do?
0: i just launched my ebook (laughs) my very first one i was excited about that um so we got our ebook up we have our new podcast as well so we interview nurse entrepreneurs just as What you're doing as well which you know we'd love to have you come on the show oh i'd love to (laughs) but uh my goal is for nurses to understand that they can have a business and also let others in the world know that yes nurses can have a business when i was talking i go i do a lot of networking events and a lot of groups and when i meet people that aren't nurses, their first thing is, oh, nurses can have business. They don't just work in the hospitals. Nope, they don't. And just because you don't work in the hospital doesn't mean you're not a nurse anymore. You're still a nurse. You just take what you have and use those nursing skills in a different way.
1: Yeah, actually, the the one thing that was surprising, and I I hated the nursing process when I was in nursing school, but you know, when I got out into the entrepreneurial world, it was kind of like, actually, this is really helpful. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like we've been groomed all along, even though we don't call it business school. You know, I was in uh, these entrepreneurial groups with like kids that were 18, 20, they're making like $10 million doing who knows what. But there were also a lot of people that were struggling and I was like, well, you know that nursing process what we went through in nursing school really was helpful it really did teach it. And not only that, but I mean, we do sales and marketing all day in the hospital because it's like, you know, you need to take this pill. This doctor needs to come down. You need to do this. I I feel like that's all I did all day was you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to, you know, it was just like, you could get people to do things. You could sell your idea. You could sell pills to demented patients and get them to take it. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. It was just, it's all about persuasion. And as nurses, we're, we're very good at persuading people to do what we need them to (laughs) do.
0: That's why we make excellent coaches, like wellness coaches and health coaches and things like that, because we're already doing it. We do it on a daily basis. We do the education part on a daily basis. And so I always tell nurses, use the skills that you're given. I took radio broadcasting in high school and I was a DJ in high school (laughs) and college. I never thought I could take those skills and turn that into something else years later and having a nurse business show where I talk about healthcare business, things like that, which start out as a Facebook live show with me just telling people where to get PPE during the pandemic. That's how it started. And then now it's, you know, issues in nursing that comes up like the Redonda Vault case is a big one. The nurse strikes that were happening in Massachusetts and New York and all those places, you know, we need to know about what's happening in the world because it impacts us. And and nurses, there's nurses over in the UK that are striking right now because of working conditions. This is not just isolated to the United States. This is a worldwide phenomenon. And I don't think people really grasp the scope of what's happening. Nurses are out there and they're speaking up and I applaud them for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've talked to a couple of people about, you know, the nursing strikes and stuff and it is really discouraging, but at the same time it's like, well, you know what? There's a lot of other things that nurses can do and it doesn't even necessarily have to be business. You know, I th- I think that if you can't find something to do in nursing, there's something wrong because I mean, you could work for NASCAR, you could work for the cruise ships, you could work in schools, you could work for NASA, you could I mean, there's just no limit to what we can do. You can start a business. Um, no,
0: I was going to say the film industry. Oh, there's yeah. a nurse that does documentaries. She's uh-huh. a documentary filmmaker. I think that's wonderful.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. It's it's really exciting. And the perspective that we have, uh, that's the one thing that I've always appreciated because when you've worked in the hospital and have heard as many stories and crazy the stories, you cannot make up. Like no filmmaker can make up the stories that we've heard as nurses. And yeah. it's such a repository of like a wealth of information. cut. I wish there were more nursing stories out there. Like, a crazy <laughs> There's a business for somebody, like I, I would buy that book.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. In fact, I think a friend of mine actually wrote her autobiography with some crazy nurse stories in there. So I haven't had a chance to read it, but we were talking about it in my, one of my mastermind groups about her book. Yeah, no, so it is really exciting.
1: There's so many things that nurses can do. So tell us more about you know how somebody would get started in the Nurse Shark Academy. At what point should they come in? Just tell us how you work with them.
0: So it, it depends on where you are in the process. So if you want just to do the business builder, you just want to get started, that's all you want, fine, you can do that. Or you can do the six-month membership. I made it six months instead of a year because I didn't want people to feel like they were locked in. You could be a member. And then you get the business builder. That's all part of it. And everything, all the, the whole platform is available to you and all the trainings are there. So you can have access to everything. Um, and then you get the extra mastermind group and things like that where we talk and help one another out. Uh, so there's one-to-one coaching, there's group coaching calls. And those things are available to you when you become a member. So I try to make it as easy as possible for people to get started and recognize that a lot of times nurses who are starting out don't understand the value of working with a coach unless they've done it before Mm -hmm. and I wanted to kind of help point them in that right direction and if I'm not the coach for you that's fine you know you can always end you can always you know stop your membership at any time if that's what you feel like you want to do and so I'm not the person that is that in your face, yelling at you all the time. There's coaches out there and they're wonderful, but they're always in your face, right? Yelling at you. That's just not my style. It may work for some people, but that's just not my style. I'm more of the direct person, you know? So I may I may hurt your feelings a little bit because I'm going to be honest with you, but I'm going to try to do it gently and kindly. <laughs> but I will be honest. And, and if we come to the point of where I need to have that come to Jesus talk, we'll have it right because that's my job my job is to help you be better my job is to help you win yeah so when you approach it from that way uh we do that so we have a framework of the he we me framework so focusing on he god and how we connect with god ourselves and other people in our business because i think that Components were missing most business owners that I talk to, they're very focused on the me, right? my business, my money, my my my, not realizing they're cutting themselves off from their clients and their their customers because it needs to be about we and meeting the needs of others. and so we talk about that to help us really connect with those that we serve, yeah. and if you hate your clients. Then you're in the wrong business.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Had to be said, but true. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. All right. So where do you think the Nurse Shark Academy is going to be in the next three to five years?
0: I think we're going to be international. I talk to people from all over the world. And I've talked with people in the UK and Australia, New Zealand, India. And I think, you know, basic business principles transfer right? The basics of knowing, okay, I may not know your particular locale. I don't know all the places, but I can help you find that information for yourself. Where do I look to get started? I had a gentleman from India uh, a, years ago, and he would call me from time to time. He, he was not a medical person, but he had his PhD. We met when he was in Chicago. but he had to go back to India for family reasons. And bless his heart, you have someone that has all the education in the world, but the common sense stuff is what was missing because he could never, he would never initiate anything. He couldn't take that first step. And so the more I worked with him, the more it became apparent to me that he really didn't want to do anything. He just liked talking about it. And so we had that first conversation of why we work. We start with why, why does your business exist? Why do you want to be an entrepreneur? Because when we have that conversation, we can figure out, is that really the right business for you? I had someone who was convinced, convinced, absolutely convinced that she wanted a home care business. And the more we talked and I started asking questions, the more it came to her, I don't really want a home care business. She was miserable (laughs) in her home care. She had started it and she was miserable. She hated it. What she really wanted was a staffing agency. And we're able to make that shift and pivot. She's a whole lot happier. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's working with where you are and trying to understand where you're headed. And so I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to help you discover what you should do is how I like to put it.
1: Yeah, I love that. I think that's amazing, and um, I think that really resonates. So, all right, Tina. Well, so if people want to connect with you, join your program, where can they go?
0: The Nurse Shark Academy Biz. You can always check us out on our Facebook page, the Nurse Shark Academy Facebook page, or our LinkedIn page. Um, we're also, um, Baxter Professional Services is on Alignable. So if there's any attorneys out there or nurses, legal nurse consultants that need an expert, I'm there for that too as well. Or he always gets to give me a call, um, 765-387-8046.
1: Awesome. All right, Tina. Well, thanks so much for being here with us today.
0: All right. And for your listeners, if they would like a copy of the ebook. I will have that up available, and if they want a free copy, all they have to do is get the PDF and use the coupon code FINANCE.
1: Thanks so much, Tina. Thank you. This is Katie Harris saying thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team no sales this call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help until next time keep making your impact nurse printers